Hello everyone, welcome to episode 7 of Going the Distance. I'm Nicholas Delgado, and I'm your host for everything to do with high school running in central Illinois. Be sure to follow on Instagram at goingthedistanceil, and tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. There are lots of things to talk about this week, and the main one is all the conference championships coming up throughout the week. But first, let's talk about last week's meets. We had some big ones. On Wednesday, October 5th, we had the Naperville Twilight Invitational. Downers Grove North comes away with the win, just over Oak Park River Forest, 75-86. Liam Newhart, the senior from Oak Park River Forest, wins this meet on the football field in 1435.1. Super strong time, for, especially for a Wednesday meet. Moving on to more local meet on Saturday, the Sterling Invite took place. Hoffman Estates Conant comes down and wins with 50 points just over DeKalb with 63 points. The senior, Riley Newport of DeKalb, wins the race in 14.45, just over J- Dale Johnson, the junior from Sterling, in 14.50.1. Very impressive race from Dale Johnson there, PRing even over his Peoria high time from the week before. So he just continues to drop time every race, looking for big things out of him as we move into conference and postseason. Another big invite this weekend was in Metamora. ton of local teams are there. The Running Red invite... Palatine comes down from Chicago and wins with 47 points over Oswego East with just 67 points. Super strong 3A teams come down and dominate. Morton comes in third. First team that is not that a local team or not as big as Palatine or Oswego. Parker Nold, the senior from Oswego East, wins in 1426.1 just ahead of Brendan Heitzig, the senior from Lincoln, in 1433.1. I must note this course is about 100 meters short, it is 2.94 miles, so times can tend to be a bit quick. However, I know my coach always likes to say that it's pretty close to Detweiler times, or you can estimate them pretty close because the sharp turns of Metamora and the rolling hills in the back by the woods kind of make up for the shortness. But still, good to put a note on it, 2.94 miles there. Next up, we're moving into some non-local meets. First, the Benton Invite. This course is also short, 2.92 miles. Decatur St. Teresa wins with 37 points over Benton with 47 points. Really great 1A battle there. Benton's coming in with the 1-2 punch, but Decatur St. Teresa with th- comes in with their 1-2 and 3 right below it. Is able to pick up the win and have a stronger 4-5 than Benton. The junior, Gavin Geneseo of Benton, wins in a 1408.3, but like I said, it is a short course, so times are going to be tend to be faster. I do not know anything about that course, so I don't know how they equate, but 1408 seems to be a solid 2.92 mile time. So, Moving on, the last meet I'm going to cover from last week, the Elmwood Park Tiger Invitational. Riverside Brookfield dominates the field with 24 points, the only team in double digits, and they just completely destroyed everyone. The junior Cooper Mars of Riverside Brookfield wins in 1542.5, almost getting beat out by his teammate Brady Norman, the sophomore of Riverside Brookfield in 1543.3. Great race by the two of them, but Riverside Brookfield looking pretty scary in 2A with uh, their number two runner being up with last year's All-State Cooper Mars. So as they move into the postseason and get towards Detweiler and their conference and all their other postseason meets, they're definitely going to have some strong races, and we'll see where they fit in with the rest of the 2A teams. 
Moving on to the weekly top time performances. In 1A, we have Akili Perek, the senior from Chicago Latin, with a 1504.9. He set this time at the Naperville Twilight Invitational on Wednesday the 5th. Did not take over the 1A state time from Gavin Geneseo. That still stays the same. In 2A, Dylan Nally's uh, 14.03 from Marion still stands at the state top time, but Dale Johnson, the junior from Sterling, takes the weekly top time on October 8th at the Sterling Invite. He runs a 14.50.1, comes in second at that meet. Super strong performance from him. Great to see him continue to improve. In 3A, obviously, Cameron Vigier's the junior from Plainfield South. He keeps his 14.22.8 as the top state time. But Liam Newhart, the senior, he sets the weekly top time from Oak Park River Forest. He runs a 14.35.1, as mentioned earlier, on Wednesday at the Neighborville Twilight Invitational. So some really fast times coming out of that Wednesday meet. It's always a lot of competition, so everybody is a great race trying to push each other, push each other in the middle of the week there. Moving on to the runner of the week. For the local run of the week, I chose Metamora's sophomore Trey Helwig. He led his team at the Running Red Invite, placing 16th overall in his first time under 16 minutes. However, it is a short course, but I think his time would equivalent to a sub-16 still as a full three mile. He ran a 1537.3, which is a, such an impressive time as a sophomore. He was bound to drop time. I know I, I follow him in Strava, and I've been looking at some of his posts. I know he wasn't, well, he, he's been hoping to go sub-16 for a while, but he was he had some... I forget what it was, just some issues earlier this week. He said he was feeling tired. But it's great to see him come out there and run a super impressive time. So congratulations to him on the great performance. For the state runner of the week, I gave it to the senior Parker Nold from Oswego East. He also run, ran at the Running Red Invite. He won in 1426.1. Short course, but one second off the course record. So very impressive. The course record is Sam Ling in 1425, I believe in 2019. He led his team to second place overall, and he had some great competition with Brendan Heitzig and Palatine's Mason Krieg. Super strong race by him. My teammate Josh Weeks from Morton, he kind of gave me a rundown on how his race went, and he just said those top three guys just surged around about a mile and a half, and he just couldn't stay up with them so it's just really crazy to see how strong of racers these 3A guys can be and I 2A Brendan Heights too but just those top runners are really great racers and it was really awesome to get to see them run around the park getting all their splits and seeing them finish as strong as they did great race by Parker Nold and those other two that were up with him in the top three moving on to the conference corner segment in the middle line I conference Morton still leads Dunlap 27 to 67 Metamora right behind Dunlap at 84. Washington has not gotten a good race in in a while. They're sitting in fourth at 105 points, but I know they're going to be competing for that third place slot. East Peoria and Pekin right behind with 128 and 137 respectfully. Morton has a 1-2-3 punch with Josh Weeks, the junior, leading by 33 seconds over Jonas Butheridge, the junior. 1456.5 to 1529.1. It's going to be a great conference race this weekend. The Heart of Illinois Conference, El Paso Gridley still leads Eureka 31-36, Hayworth right behind at 86. Mackinac Deer Creek 124, Tri-Valley 142, and Tremont 160 all right behind. But Eureka and El Paso, it's 
this Saturday, it's really going to go down. These two are just ready to compete. All got super strong 1A-teams. Definitely going to be going for that, com- both of them going for that conference title. But it's really going to come down to the four and five runners. Um, right now, the conference is led by Sam Buschert, the senior of El Paso Gridley, over Charlie Budwell, the senior of Eureka, 15-10 to 15-29. But it, it's, those are just one or two points when it comes to the top. It's really going to come down to those four and five runners and how many runners they can pass at the end to get their team as least points as possible, as little points as possible. And finally, for the last local conference, the Big 12 running on Saturday at Detweiler Park. Champaign Central leads PND 40 points to 66 points. Notre Dame took over Normal Community 66 to 74 this past week after getting a good race at running red in. The conference is read by the led by the freshman Caleb Mathias of Champaign Central, over Aaron Hendren, the senior of Champaign Centennial, 1520.8 to 15.31 flat. And I don't think I mentioned it before, Middle Illini Conference runs at Detweiler Park on Friday. The HOI Conference on, runs on Saturday at Eureka, and the Big 12 runs on Saturday at Detweiler. So I encourage everybody listening to make it out there if you're not going to be there already racing or coaching or, however, or supporting whatever team. But I definitely encourage you guys to make it out there these conference races are going to be super stacked leading into the postseason it's going to be great weather and i will be super amazed to see what times get dropped here because i know detweiler always brings some great times especially with great weather and now finally let's move in to the biggest part of this week's episode this is the most the the biggest special guest that i've done on the episode on the all the episodes of this podcast and the reason i say this is because it is not just one guest we have a representative from almost every team in the middle line conference to sit down and talk about how we think the conference meet is going to come up this weekend and how everybody's going to do so enjoy this next segment of me interviewing six runners from the middle line cross-country conference all right, so we are here with six out of the eight teams of the Middle Illini Conference. Representing Morton, we have Chase Satter, the senior. Representing Dunlap, we have Charlie Saran, the junior. We have Ryan Crake from Metamora. He's also a junior. Bryce Banning, the junior from Washington. The junior from Pekin, Josh Holloway. And finally, the junior from East Peoria, Aiden Thompson. And we're all here, and we're going to have a discussion just with conference coming up next week. I thought it would be really fun to get everybody in here and just talk about the future of the teams for the rest of the season going into the postseason. So let's get started. So first, we're just going to kind of talk about whatever, and when you have input, just talk. Um, so first, this is kind of up for anybody. Um, who did you, who do you guys see coming in first for your teams and what is your predicted race times for that individual? Let's start, we can start with Charlie. Uh, for first for the team, it's going to be eight probably. And I think he's going to be around like, are we talking by the end of the season here? Uh, conference just so this, this upcoming week. I think by conference, he'll probably be like 15, maybe. Well, what was it? 15 what? 15. 15.30. Solid. Yeah. All right, Chase, what about, what are you thinking for Morton? Um, I think my favorite's Josh. Um, 
I don't know. The man's a machine, so like he could go out and throw down a PR, but he's definitely going to struggle. He's going to be out in the front on his own unless anyone tries to run with him, but I don't think any of us are, yeah. Yeah. No, It'll be tough for him. All right, and then Ryan, who do you have first for your team? I think it's really going to be down to Troy Helwig and Carson Cowling. PR-wise, they're about five seconds off each other right now. Um, Trey's sitting at like a 15.56 and Carson at 16.01. So I'm thinking we can probably see both of them optimistically probably low 1550s, high 1540s at conference. And Bryce, what about Washington? Who do you have first for your team? Uh, probably definitely Sam Tellison. Um, he, yeah, he's, he, I, I, he can do really good at conference. I think like PR wise, I think he could hit 1545 and if he felt good, he could get, get sub 1540. And then, uh, me and Charlie Borland were trying to look probably sub 1610s, so somewhere close after there. Solid. And then, Josh, you are leading your team, right? Uh, Yes, currently I am. Um, It's probably, with me being sick and uh, pulling a muscle in my back, I it will be a toss-up between me and uh, Devin Hayes. We're one and two. Um, we're about 10 seconds apart from each other. So, yeah, one of us, and we'll probably – I would probably expect I will go probably around 1550, hopefully, and Devin won't be far behind me, hopefully sub-16 with me. And then finally, Aiden, who do you – I'm assuming you and Matthew are going to be up at the top for you guys' team. Yeah, I'd say I'm definitely going to be up there, hopefully going for around 1540, and then uh, hopefully Matthew can also get around there, but he's still recovering from mono, so we'll see. Have to, we'll have to see how that goes. Okay, so that's what I, I was talking with Ryan about that earlier because we noticed that he had been missing a few races, and okay, that makes a lot more sense now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just been sick, but he's feeling a lot better recently, so hopefully he can get back into it. Yeah, for sure. So, conference Friday at Detweiler. Obviously, Detweiler's a great place to race. It's where the state meet is. What are your guys' teams looking to do? Obviously, everybody wants to go out and have a great race, but as it is the last, like, not postseason race, I guess, with the so with the whole team. Uh, who do you think is gonna come down and win or get second, third? Just somebody give me a rundown here. What are you guys thinking? I'm thinking definitely Morton number one, especially with Josh out there and then Chase not too far behind. You guys are looking pretty strong. Yeah, I think you can go, Josh. Oh, all right. I was just going to say, yeah, definitely Morrison's going to win it. Uh, you know, they got Josh, Jonas, Chase, one, two, three. Layton, hopefully, man, uh, will, you know, I, I heard he's not feeling too well the past couple races, but hopefully he can work his way back down to number four. Um, but then I think Dunlap will be number two team-wise. Uh, and then I'm not really sure from three, four, five, or whatever. So Dunlap, we've talked about this before when I had Charlie on, but you guys have that pack. How have you guys been developing that over the past couple of meets? So really, we've just been focusing on getting out there and kind of setting better times. I myself have just recently started getting back into it and getting faster times. Uh, but as a pack, we are still about a minute from one to five, but we're starting to slim down our times. So we have... Aiden and Reese and Braden usually in the front. Aiden's starting to 
kind of get away from them now and make some ground. He's down in the 1540s, I think. And then we have Reese and Braden right around 16. And then Jacob Gladstone right now is also about to break 16. So we have that pack. And then we have me, Luke, and Luke as our um, 5, 6, 7. And we're all like 1640 to 1650. So Solid. All right. And then Chase, you are raising your hand what are you having in mind for morton's team's team um well i was actually gonna ask a question i was just gonna mention that reese ran what like 1552 or like 1546 last year this meet something like that um what do you think he's gonna run this this week i think this week he does have quite a bit of pressure but i think uh if he's feeling good i I think we can see like a 1550 or 1540 all right, and then Ryan, what are you thinking for um, just top teams, second, third? Yeah, I'm thinking it's probably Morton's late race to lose. Dunlap, I think he's definitely going to be second. Um, I think probably for that third spot, it's down to Metamora and Washington. In the, yes, like, current, yeah. in the current, sorry. No, I said, yeah, I was agreeing with you. Yeah, because in the current rankings, uh, Matamora is leading on Washington by about 30 points. But as far as I can tell, you guys haven't really raced your full varsity team at, like, a big invite in a yeah, two like, weeks. Yeah, I feel like ha- not even until – I feel like first of the finish was our last, like, good, like, showing as a team. Um, yeah, I do. I would, agree, I would agree with you, Ryan. I think it's going to be – it's going to be a fight for that three and four spot. So I'd be, I mean, I'd be, I think it's going to be exciting seeing where we're stacked, seeing where we're at. Yeah, so it's definitely, if you look at the, like, PRs, it's definitely going to come down for that third place to um, Washington and Metamora. Mm-hmm. So you guys are both definitely going for that. And then Josh for Pekin, you guys, you have two solid front runners, but what do you, so what are you guys looking to do? Maybe not necessarily team-wise, but just how are you planning to run the race as a top group? Um, so it's basically, yeah, it's basically me and Devin Hayes. Um, and then from there, it jumps from us to all the way to like 1740. Um, and then like 18s from there because we, last year we lost, uh, five seat or yeah, five seniors, four of them on our varsity. So that was definitely rough because now this year, um, our it's, we have three freshmen on varsity. Um, but me and Devin are just planning on hopefully packing together and just kind of trying to group up with, you know, that sub-16 group, whoever's going to really be up there um, and just use, like, those guys to pace off of. And then we're hoping to have our number three, Braden Anderson, um, get around 17-20, hopefully. Um, he's been really doing well the uh, past couple weeks, so hopefully he'll keep on cutting time down. And this week we're taking it, you know, easier, of course, so – Hopefully, that will give us fresh legs for conference. For sure. And then, Aiden, East Peoria, what are you guys looking to do? You and Matthew Gray, obviously, at the top. But as a team, what do you got? how are you guys looking to run the race? You know, I think we're just trying to, you know, go out there and see what we can do. <clears throat> we really haven't been able to put our full team out there since the very first race of the year, whether it's because of people being sick or injuries or whatever. So, you know, hopefully me and Matthew, we can go out and be a strong one, two, and then hopefully our three through five can just, you know, 
pack run well together and just move up as far as they can. And then, so kind of building off of that, um, regionals, I think besides Pekin, we're all in the same regional, right? So Pekin's 3A, which gives you guys a little bit of a, like you guys are in a bit of a bad position going into postseason because, I mean, just 3A is just so much more challenging than 2A. But what are what are you, Let's we can start with Pekin since you guys are kind of the odd ones out here. What are you what are you guys looking to do as you go into regional, sectional, state? How are you guys looking to play out those races? Um, so, like honestly, our con- like the conference is our conference is way harder than our regional, um, and that's how it was last year too. Our regional is not too hard actually. Um, teams, we are like we are not looking to advance to sectionals, but if me and if me and Devin can, you know, go one two and you know, hopefully place like top 10, both of us at regionals and that would give our team a good shot at least. Uh, but if we do make it to sectionals, I know we're not going to do like, we're not going to do good enough to make it to state. Uh, I mean, our sectional stack, we got Plainfield South, Plainfield North, Oswaga East, you know, all those pretty big teams. So our sectional is way more stacked than regionals, but I feel like conference will be a good, like kind of, kind of a good race to test and see how our team faces again and then going to regionals having it a little easier and then so your section yeah your sectional is really tough Plainfield south obviously they're ranked 15th in the nation according to runner space i think so you guys are going to have some crazy competition going into that sectional but are you and devin looking to qualify for state as individuals is that something that you're looking at is that possible or um so we we definitely <laughs> to sectionals by ourselves most likely at least but um state we would i think i'm ranked like 52nd i think for state or for in the sectional and i think devin's like 57th or whatever so that's definitely not getting us into state with that um but it is at a quarter it is at maxwell park so we've ran there uh, a couple times and you know we practiced there before so think that definitely gives us a little advantage having our sectional there and then having teams come from you know the other parts of illinois uh but yeah me and devin probably will not make it a state this year but i mean we're gonna go and just put ourselves out there and you know try and make something happen yeah for sure definitely just give it all your best effort that's all you can do really and then you guys are gonna have a maybe a slight advantage to some of those other teams that are coming down from way up north because maxwell is closer than for you guys in Chicago. But moving on to the majority of the group here, we're all running at Donovan for the regionals, which I've talked about this with a couple of you guys before. And I know Metamora, you guys made it out there today, right? Yeah, it was not enjoyable. I'll give you that. Um, I didn't have my normal running shoes on me because I left them at home after having a meet uh, on Saturday. So I had to run in like my road running shoes and it just killed my ankles on the hills. So I feel like I'm honestly thinking about just not even spiking up for regionals because I think it's just going to be so painful. Um, I I don't think it's going to be a huge deal if I don't run in spikes. Um, just because our regional, it's not like super difficult. I think most likely I would think all the Midlandite teams are going to make it out of that, that are in it at least. Um, we kind of just got to worry about holding off like Galesburg and Richwoods, and that's about it, I think. Yeah, and then has anybody? We I know we haven't raced there this season. 
Uh, Chase, you've never raced there, correct? Correct. And then what about Washington, East Peoria, Dunlap? Have you guys ever gone out there before? I have not, no. Uh, we, we had a Tuesday meet uh, a few weeks ago there. Okay, and then, Charlie, what about you guys? Uh, yeah, we were at that Tuesday meet. We didn't run our varsity. Aiden won it. Oh, okay, Aiden. So you definitely have some experience with this course. Yeah, definitely not very fun. Okay, yeah, so that's kind of the plan. It's, so it's a 5K, so it's already long, and it's it's just hilly the whole way. I ran it once my freshman year, and it was it was not a very fun experience. So hopefully I can even get back out there for that. Right now I'm dealing with the, my IT band, but um, definitely looking forward to watching everybody get out there, though, because it is, I mean, it's, it's going to be a fun race no matter what, but definitely painful for everybody in it. Um, regionals, like um, Ryan said, everybody from the middle line, I obviously is looking to get out of there and go to sectionals. So moving on to sectionals, we're going to be at Metamora. Um, we're, I'm assuming we're all looking to go to state. I don't, I haven't, I don't have like the rankings pulled up, but I think, so I know Morton's up there, Dunlap's up there, Metamora's like right in five, Washington should be right there too, and then Aiden, do you know where you guys are at? I'm not sure exactly where we are, no, but we're definitely hoping to, you know, be able to get there. Yeah, and then even if, even without, like if your team doesn't make it, I'm sure you and Matthew looking to get up there just individually. Yeah, that's that's the goal. And then Bryce, what are you guys looking for? To, what are you looking to do in sectionals? Uh, Bryce, you, your, your microphone's like not working. There you go. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got it. You can hear me now? Okay. Um, yeah, obviously we want to go, we want to go to state. Um, and we'll do whatever we can. I think it just, it seriously just, just depends on you know, fourth, fifth, sixth runners. Um, you know, we've had setbacks losing guys, but um, either by like extracurriculars or injury. So, but I think that those guys are like stepping up and I think that's where we're going to, you know, cinch it or we, if we're going to go or not. And this is your first year in cross country, right? You run a track, but this is your first year in cross. Yes, this is my first year. So it's been, it's been good so far. Yeah, okay. So you've definitely been enjoying it, I would assume. You've run some really great times for a first year cross country runner. I know you, you went okay, sub five in the too. mile last year because yeah. I was always battling with you. I know. We were, got that rivalry going. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, so you're going to experience a lot of just joyful courses throughout this year am i okay well thank you yeah so i look forward to it man uh and then ryan and charlie you guys are both trying to go to state obviously charlie what are you guys looking for trying to do in sectionals honestly i think at sectionals we're just the goal is to qualify we don't i feel like personally we won't really mind about like prs and stuff we're really focused on getting yeah, and the sectionals at Metamora, I don't know if I mentioned that, which we most of us ran there last weekend for the Running Red invite. Yep. Um, so we all have experience with that course, basically. Pretty, It's a little short, so times can be fast, but with the hills kind of rolling and sharp turns, it times are more or less close to Detweiler. Yep. So, Ryan, what do you – on your home course, you guys are there, I'm sure, all the time. What are you guys looking to do on that course, having – home course advantage i guess 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I would call it much of an advantage. Like, we, we run there a lot, but I honestly don't think we do enough, like, hill workouts and stuff in the W to really, like, well prepare us for the meets. Um, we're just hoping to scrape scrape through to state this year after last year. Um, we're really just going to try and protect Trey as much as we can from not uh, spraining his ankle the day before sectionals again. Oh, Not miss out on state by, like, 10 points like we did last year. Um we're looking pretty solid injury wise. Like Nate still has his IT band he's also dealing with, but I think he's mostly worked his way through that and he's dropping some pretty solid times. Um and everyone else is looking pretty solid. We're really hoping to get me and Drew Mischler under seventeen by that point, which I think is gonna be crucial to keeping us in that top seven qualifying. So yeah, and then um, moving into state, obviously, we're all looking to perform in state. I don't think – so I don't think my, – my split rankings have not come out for this week, but as of last week, I think only Morton and Dunlap are ranked. Is that correct, Ryan? You might be the one to help me out on this one. That sounds right. Okay, so let's start with Morton. I haven't heard from Chase in a bit. What do you – how do you feel about how we're being ranked if you've looked at them? I think we're third. I don't remember where Riverside Brookfield was, but they, uh, I know that they were down a little bit. They need to be ranked higher. I mean, yeah, we'd love to go top five, top three at state, but it's going to be hard this year. Like anybody, like there's going to be eight teams or more that could go out and just trophy if they have a good day. Like it's, yeah. Yeah, the competition is pretty solid this year. And I remember I talked with Charlie a couple weeks ago and you said you guys were looking at top 10. Is that correct still? Uh, yeah, somewhere in, like, the top 12. And then, and then everybody, so we, really, we have a shot of getting, like, what, four or five middle line I teams in there. Um, obviously, you guys are looking to get there and just run some great races, PRs, whatever. Yeah. Um, what are your guys' goals for end season times? We can start with Aiden. Uh, I mean, well, I'd like to get under, you know, 1530 at least you know hopefully a little further but we'll just have to see all right and then i know josh you might not get that chance at detweiler again but what are you looking to do time-wise by the end of the season uh, i'm to get around you know 1540 1535 ish um because of course like you guys will have an extra race um being at detweiler for your state race which will be fast of course um me like max that, that's probably that course is not very you know that's not really a PR type of course in my opinion uh but a regional that Quincy which I don't know if anybody has ran there but I think that could definitely that's probably my last shot after after Friday uh to get like a really fast time because again like our sectional is not gonna be probably a fast fast race just because of the course and then Bryce what are you looking to get to by the end of the year See, like, that's it. Hey, Bryce, hey, you might need to get closer again. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Closer. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's talk like this. Um, Yeah, I feel like it's, for me, it's just hard to estimate because I haven't had, like, a solid race since first to the finish. And, like, I wasn't able to, like, see where I was at on on saturday because i was just had a bad cough and i didn't want to make it worse but 
like I'd say probably by state probably if I can get like sub 1550 and if I could do better than that I think I'd be happy I think that'd be good that's a really solid first year coming out and then everybody here except Chase is one more year so sad to see Chase go leaving us from the team and the conference and everything but uh Ryan what are you looking to do because you're kind of you've had a great season this year you're finally I think you you could say you're achieving your junior high potential Oh, 100%. Yeah, finally getting back down to those eighth grade times. Um, compared to everyone else, like, here in this call, I'm a little lacking in the speed department. But hopefully – I'm thinking under 17 at conference on Friday. I think it's probably doable. And by the time we make it to state, hopefully under, like, 1650, 1645. I think that would be pretty good end of the junior year for me after it disappointing past couple years of high school cross country for sure for sure and then charlie what you said i when you i had you a couple weeks ago you said you were looking at like low 16s right yeah so i think by conference hoping for like uh, by state i'm hopefully going to be around 16 20 16 16, 20, 16, 10, that's really solid. There's that usually that big group pack kind of around 1550 to 1610, so you can carry yourself through with that huge group. Chase, I know you were kind of going to be in that position last year until you got her, and then Leighton kind of took that position. But now you're up there at 1530, so you're ahead of that pack. What are you looking to do now that you've already like hit that 1530 mark almost? What are you looking to do as you go into that last this last month? Oh... Uh... 1510 would be great. We'll see, though. Um, that's a lot of time to cut off. But, um, yeah, Allstate would be nice, too. But that could be faster than 1510 this year. So. I yeah, I think last year Allstate was like 1520. So 1510, 1520, somewhere in there is probably, if you can get that, that's definitely a solid goal for Allstate. And then one final thing as we're wrapping up. Um, Looking outside of just like our conference, some of the other local conferences like HOI and um, Big, what is it, Big 12? Ryan, you're probably going to know the most about this, but anybody else who wants to give an input, that'd be great. Um, what are some of the like individuals that you guys have been watching or expecting to do well as we go into the postseason and team-wise? We can start with Charlie. Uh, I've seen PN. We've kind of gone head-to-head against them. Hey, Charlie. Scoot, scoot closer to your mind. It's been a little hard D this season, but we finally got to race them on Saturday, and uh, they beat us by I think like six points, seven points, something like that. So I think they're going to be looking pretty good. So okay, so P and D definitely they're in our regional and sectional too. So you guys are going to be able to compete with them throughout the rest of the season, just not that conference race for sure. Uh, Chase, what about you? What are you thinking from some other teams outside of the conference, if you even have looked? Champaign Central is really strong this year. Um, I'm always amazed at how strong El Paso, Gridley, and Eureka are for, you know, 1A team small schools that don't have as many people to go out for the team. But they, I mean, they both have, at, I think they both have at least two guys under 16, if I'm not mistaken. I know Eureka does. But, um, yeah, that's what I got.
And then, Ryan, you're probably going to have the most information on this since you do your little Google Sheet every week, which is very helpful, I must say. What are you thinking for some of those other teams outside of our conference? Yeah, I mean, like Chase was saying about that 1A field from HOI, El Paso, Gridley, and Eureka, really strong teams in that. I think I've stayed. I think both of them will probably be top 10 teams, possibly even trophy contenders. I mean, El Paso's got Sam Bushard, who he's – is it a 15-10 right now, which should be pretty easy All-State. And Eureka's got Charlie Bardwell and Carson Lehman. They're at 15-30, 15-45, which is also pretty solid leading Eureka. And then out of the Big 12, yeah, really those teams, Champaign Central and Pure Notre Dame looking really solid. I think they've got opportunity to do really well at the 2A state meet. Um. Normal Community is also a really strong team this year that I didn't expect to do as well as they have been doing. Um, but they've, they're also kind of at a disadvantage, like Pekin. They got dumped into that 3A field. Um, and we'll have to see. I, I would assume they're in the same regional, if not sectional, um, as Pekin. But, so I don't know if they'll quite have the speed to make it out of that as well. But I know if they were a 2A team, they would be able to do really well at State. And then, Bryce, I, have you looked at some of the other local teams? Other local teams? Um, I mean, not really. I only – I only see – Okay, yeah, so, that I mean, that's makes sense. Like, sometimes I, – I was just wondering. So, this is – do Aiden or Josh, do you guys have any – uh, yeah, I mean, I've yeah. heard a lot of good things about uh, El Paso, so that's, you know, I heard they're very good. Yeah, El Paso and Eureka are really going to have a showdown this upcoming weekend because everybody's running a Detweiler at their conferences this weekend, so it should be a pretty pretty good race based off just all, all the teams coming down there. Charlie, what, what's up? Uh, if I remember correctly, I think El Paso had a dub eight-minute four by eight team a year or two ago like that i I just remember they were very fast yeah so they did they definitely have that speed it's just going to be a matter of getting those fourth and fifth runners to perform to their top ability because it's really going to come down to where you can get your fifth runner at and i know that's something we as morton looked at to do last year didn't necessarily go as well as we wanted it to, but we're still looking how, um, how to perform our four and five up to get closer to our three, which and really close that gap in points. Because when you come down to the postseason, you know that the point density there is just extremely high, and if you can cut off like five seconds, you can cut off a lot of points for your team. Ryan, you have something to say? Yeah, I also wanted to talk, just hit on it a little bit. The The IESA state meet is this weekend. There's a lot of really strong runners that'll be probably, hopefully, running next year for some of these teams. I know one guy we're, we're really looking forward to having our team is Zach Bourne, who he's already won three different events at state. Um, looking to probably do that again this year. And then I was originally thinking that Max Kirby from Blessed Sacrament was going to be going to either Morton or PND, but then you told me that he's actually from Deer Creek Mackinac. So that could be a huge boost for their, pro- their program. I, I think but, he's going to Notre Dame. Okay. That's that's what I would expect if he goes to Blessed Sacrament already. Um, just go for the Catholic school again. 
Um, but the Morton Junior High team is also really strong. I think they've got potential to probably win state this year, um, make up for back when most of us were in eighth grade. Um, Morton had that one-two from Josh and Jonas, but couldn't quite back it up. It was like Lake and Hills Marlowe one or something like that. I don't know. But a lot of really good talent that will be coming into the field next year, and I'm really looking forward to see a lot of those future freshmen do really well. Yeah, and then, Josh, I know you had something, but Ryan, just before before we get to Josh, Ryan, you do all that writing. You've been experimenting kind of with that website. I think it's really cool if you guys have time. What well, You can plug your link, Ryan, because he, he writes about – all central Illinois, what he's been just like, he does a ton of research on times. And it's really cool to read through those and just get a little update. So he basically does the written version of kind of what the podcast is. So Ryan, you can pull your link right here. You. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't have like a good link for it, but I'll just send it to you. You can put it in like the description. Okay. Of the Sounds good. Yeah, but definitely you guys should go check out Ryan's writing. It's really great. You can get a lot of information out of it. And then, Josh, what, what were you? Um, I was just going to bring up, like, there were two kids, uh, definitely from the ISA, uh, state me that, like, I think is very important. Uh, first is Max Turby, like Ryan said. Uh, I was, like, I also thought he was going to be going to Morton next year. I was just about, I me. Mean, I was about to say, like, with Chase leaving, of course, it's not the same. I mean, he could, you know, he would be, he's definitely going to be up there, possibly, right? Yeah. Like if if he went to Morton, but if he goes to PND, then I'm not exactly sure. Um, and then the other kid is the seventh grader, Wes. Um, shoot, I'm not sure last name. Rankin or South Beacon, uh, because they collide together. And he's a seventh grader, and uh, he's gonna. I think I've been talking with him a little, and he's looking to go around ten twenty at state as a seventh grader, which I Dude. just think is absolutely insane. Yeah, that's crazy. I is Josh is a seventh grader. I don't even think he went. What did jo- Chase? I don't know if you might. I think he was like ten forty, maybe sub. But I don't think he went under ten thirty at state for sure as a seventh grader. So ten twenty is just exceptionally impressive. Um, but yeah, we got a lot of fresh or upcoming freshmen to watch. Hopefully, none of, we don't lose them to any other sports. I know Metamore has lost a few to soccer as well as some other teams, but hopefully, all of them stick with it because. It's really awesome to see all that talent coming up from the 8th and 7th graders within the next few years. But on that note, I want to thank everybody for coming on that could. I'm going to give a special shout-out to Limestone and Canton. We couldn't really get them on, but we do. We didn't forget about you guys. We, we just couldn't really get you on. Um, but we wish everybody luck at conference. It was great talking with everybody here today. I appreciate you guys coming on. Wow, what an awesome segment to have everybody on from the conference, or almost everybody on from the conference. Super great to talk talking to everybody today. I appreciate everybody coming on once again, so thank you for joining me and having some great conversations. But moving on to the last segment, the weekly outlook. Upcoming meets for this week, it's really just all the conference meets. Locally, I've already talked about the Middle Illini, the Big 12, and the HOI, but all over the state, conference championships are going to be going on this weekend, so make sure to check Athletic Live and the events page and just watching all those results come in. For most people, this will be their last meet, but because we are going to be cutting down to postseason rosters, and Illinois is really going to start heating up with all the regionals coming on next week, 
So definitely stay tuned because you better believe I will be bringing you all those results. So thank you everybody for tuning in this Wednesday for Going the Distance. It's been Nicholas Delgado. Make sure to tune in next Wednesday as I will be covering all the conference results and all the regional predictions as we move into the postseason. Thank you for listening once again. It's been Going the Distance. Make sure to follow on Instagram at Going the Distance IL. And I will see you next Wednesday. Thank you for listening.